Hello, hello everybody. Hopefully you guys are doing really great. And if you're not, I hope your day is going to get better. This is your girl Jojo joining you after a sabbatical, I guess. I don't know. It always happens and it happens too consecutively, but life always gets in the way regardless. Uh, more ammo for you guys, more chat topics and whatnot. A changing career for myself and uh, a few pounds heavier, but <laughs> that tends to happen when life just gets really busy. But anyways, going back to how things are, how are you doing? Hopefully you guys are doing great. First topic up I wanted to talk about is uh, this song that I downloaded. It's, let me see the exact, the artist's name, she is, she does a parodies of several songs and I'm sure many of you have already heard of her. Uh, and if you haven't, you've probably heard of the parody. So take a little um, listen, take a looky-loo, and tell me what you think. It is a parody. Um, you know what? Let me just let you listen to it. How about that? Here you go, Jojo. Enjoy the mix, so to speak, and let me know what you think. So I admit, this was uh, this was a nice surprise. So if you've never heard the original song and or seen the video, obviously you know it's very very uh, risque. You know people making statements with their music. So this one is titled, the, the artist is called Becca Shea. Her name is Becca Shea. She's a Christian uh, music artist. And I've heard some of her other music after hearing this uh, parody. And she's got an amazing voice. And it says, it's titled on YouTube. So this is a plug for her. And I'm not being paid, no sponsorship, no nothing. Uh, but it says, if Sam Smith and Kim Petras, Unholy, were a Christian song. So... It's it's pretty intense. You guys got to listen to it. So some of the lyrics, and I'm, I'm looking through it on YouTube while I'm reading it to you guys. It says, don't you know that all of heaven is watching? Let me put this phone on mute so that, that way it doesn't. All right. So don't you know that all of heaven is watching? Angels are whispering about the places you should be. If only you know how to keep your vision clean. So, obviously, it's going on the values of uh, being Christian, believing in God, and all that. And obviously, the original song is called uh, Unholy. And it is, um, if you guys, like I said, you've never seen it, I'm kind of giving you a really quick version of it. It's a person, a husband, being, it's kind of making it seems like a play. So, he's being unfaithful and going to a risque club where he's getting a little side pieces uh, left and right. One of those fetish clubs, and hey, to each their own, you know, I'm always about people's having their freedom on speech and speaking what they value, um, or just getting their kicks, you know, everybody's entitled to whatever they got to do, but in this one, it's the wife is hidden off from it, and she finds out, and it's kind of played out, you guys gotta watch it, anyways, so it's very much about um, 
sins of the flesh, you could say, so to speak. So this one, it flips it, and it does the Christian version of it. And I was actually blown away. A lot of people think Christian music is all about, you know, Bible beaters and people trying to preach their their thoughts and beliefs on people. Well, everybody has a choice, right? You can always flip the station and go to the next song. But this one, and this one and many other renditions of Christian music is I've, I've actually been pleasantly surprised. It's not the stereotypical music I thought it would be, uh, at least when it was before this era, before the 2000s. Uh, I, I really, really, really enjoyed it. So once again, the artist that did the parody, her name is Becca Shea, B-E-C-K-A-H, and last name Shea, S-H-A-E. And I think she did a wonderful rendition of it. It's very powerful. And uh, some of the, like, I'm not sure what the native tongue she uses in there. And it's, everything has meaning in the song. But anyways, this is your girl, Jojo. Hopefully you guys are having a wonderful day, night, evening, whatever you guys are at. Either way, I hope you have a smile on your face. Because if not, you need to get one on there. Because remember, you put out what you get back in return. So if you want good vibes, you want good things, you got to put those things out regardless of the obstacles you face. All right, so we're going to transition now into the next topic of <laughs> of this crazy. Uh, it's, uh, we're going to just do it really short. Uh, the crazy inflation, the roller coaster we've been on, uh, from gas prices to egg prices <laughs> to all kinds of craziness. So yeah, as you guys probably have experienced, the gas prices have fluctuated. Uh, there's been a big old bump for n- hybrid cars or electric cars. And then because of that, then solar power, solar panels have been advertised. I've had like at least six or seven in the past few months come to advertise about solar power. Where I live, there's always sun. And where there's not like a lot of sun, it's only for like a day or two where it's like cloudy, but there's still sun peeping through. So it's been really crazy. So, you know, one thing leads to to another. So one thing happens, it affects another. And it just, it's all one old big old smorgasbord of things. So, yeah. It's if me and a relative of mine contemplated buying chickens. <laughs> and then uh, my mom, when I brought it up, she said, you know what? I researched that. My mom's all about research because she's retired and she's enjoying it. And she's looking into a lot of things. So she says, I researched and I looked up, blah, blah, blah. You know, we go into detail. I'm not going to give you all those details. She's like, if you're doing it just because of the inflation of prices, he's like, maintenance is not worth it. It's a lot of maintenance. I can tell you for a fact this suburb, mostly, well, I'm not going to say I'm a city gal because I'm not, um, a suburb kind of type area for me, rural almost, uh, where I grew up. Um, I raised chickens for a while only because the person I was seeing at the time was really into raising chickens. So I was like, you know what, why not? So it was very interesting. It does take a lot of work, a lot of maintenance, a lot of cleanup, but it does have its benefits. So the the farmer that my mom was looking up, she's he said, that, you know, it's not worth it. The maintenance, it's, it's a lot of money. It is. Uh, so if you're just doing it for that, then it's not worth it. But if you're doing it because you're selling the chickens, you're selling the eggs, and it's one of those income-based things, then totally worth it. But other than that, that's an X on that. So I was like, okay, check that one off the list. And then there's those people that take it to extremes who buy a massive, and I mean massive amount of eggs. And then what happens is they try to resell them, obviously because they want to make money off of people. And then the eggs end up going bad and they have to throw them. It's like, it's a waste of food. It's crazy. It's like ludicrous. The gas prices have been fluctuating and uh, 
in two days, it went from where I'm at, and it's not that bad for those of you like, oh my gosh, the prices aren't that high. No, they're not that high here compared to other places. It was below three dollars. It was it was about two eighty seven. Then it went up to two ninety two. Then it went up to two ninety nine. And then all of a sudden, it stayed usually there for a while. And then all of a sudden, boom, it was back up to three ten. And we're like, what? What is going on? And then today, I saw it was like two ninety nine. I'm like, I don't know what they're basing off their prices, but it's it's just like it's like a bad bad roller coaster. If it, I was on a roller coaster with these gas prices, I would be puking. Because they have been fluctuating and they go up and up and up, and then they swoosh down, and it's it's like it's crazy. So uh, where you're at, if you guys are going to join in and give me your feedback, how are things going over there where you're at in regarding inflation and gas prices and eggs and food? I'm telling you, everything is expensive. Everything is expensive, and I don't realize it until I just click everything I'm going to click. I don't go into the stores anymore. I just do online shopping. I'll be honest, curbside or delivery, and. I click, 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 and it's just like, what What did I buy? It's like already $100, and I go back, and I've only bought like 15 items. It's like, wh where the hell am I spending all this money? But it's, <sighs> thank goodness, I, I'm, I'm, like, I'm one of the lucky ones that has a job that pays fairly decently, fairly well, and uh, like I said, I just had a change in careers, and it's, I'm able to afford it, you know? My kid doesn't know anything about struggling, about living off of, items that the government can help a family with and complete hand-me-downs with, you know, it's it just, she doesn't know hardship at all. I mean, she doesn't. She thinks she does. Like, oh my God, the horror. There's no Wi-Fi. You know, as she, me and her are just two generations apart. You know, I waited later to have uh, children and I had my daughter at, at, a, at a later age. So it's, she has no idea what struggle is. <laughs> it's not her fault. And, uh, it's, she doesn't know how it is to, oh, I can't buy this. Mom, can we have strawberries? I really want strawberries. Sure, let's put it on the list. What do you need from the store? It's it's not like that. But with all these inflation prices, there's so many families that it's just like they struggle. And I feel so bad. And um, my cousin actually recently, she moved back to the area. And her she's brought her two kids. Um, and they're close to my daughter's age. And they, they she does have to struggle. I mean, she, she has not had very good life happenings to her and she's dealing with it she's she married she got divorced and then she's raising two kids on her completely on her own she's low income she doesn't have a a very good paying job but she's surviving you know she thinks about things like okay what can i give them like she saves up all the, the whole her whole money to buy her kids her christmas gifts and you know the other day we took her to a local pizza place we said hey let's go have a play date so we all went over there and she was like well how much do i owe you me and my sister went along and again we're blessed with having good paying jobs and um we're like don't worry about it you know we got it it's like two more kids between us we always split the bill so it was just like not a problem and my i tell my daughter i was like they you gotta think about what is it that they have and how were they they're like oh well they were very happy i said do you know that they don't go very often you know, trying to explain that to a, a daughter that has to be humble and just like, oh my gosh, why not? I'm like, they don't have it. This is, you get to see it up front. And things like inflation, like crazy gas prices, crazy food prices, and it's, it's just bad. And then you have those idiot people that are just for the fun of recording themselves making a mess of stores. I mean, it's like, why? What, what do you get out of that? You know, it's, it's crazy times, people. 
And I'm not going to put political issues out there, <laughs> but let's just say in two years, hopefully we'll be over it. And that's got to last two more years. All right. So anyways, sidetracking. Going on, I'm going to give you guys a food for thought. Food for thought. Or thought for food? No, food for thought. I said it right correctly. So with all of these things going on, and for that's the, the financial aspect, the the values of people, free speech and like people going overboard and then taking consideration of student education, of children just beating each other up. I've seen so many, that's why I try not to watch the news, of children beating each other up and they just record the video and nobody steps in. And then uh, a decline of, uh, what is it, teachers in education. Like, how do you guys think, food for thought, with all of these happenings, where do you think will be by the end of this year? Do you think things will get better? If so, why? How could we make things better? Or is it just going to go to hell in a handbasket and are you going to let it get that way? Food for thought. Food for thought. All right, guys. So we are going to keep going into the next topic. And our next topic for this evening is spring season for football coming up. And we got a lot of changes. I've been looking up um, several football teams. I was looking at the Titans and the Bengals and the Packers and the Cowboys. And it's just, it's, the draft is coming up. And I've been seeing, all, I always love seeing, I love seeing those young men uh, when they're testing out for the draft so they can see how high they can jump. You know, it's basically like a, a fitness gram, so to speak. <laughs> and I saw one today. I was looking at some of the videos and I was like, I, th I think these these kids, I mean, they're kids. They're, that's what they are. These kids are amazing. I mean, there's one who's like, okay, he, he, they judge you by your jump, right? So his feet don't never leave the ground. So he's focused out. He sees it's that high jump one where they have to hit the marker over. I'm sure many of you have seen those. And if you're a football fan or even sports fan in general. And so he's prepping for it. And he jumps up like nothing, hits the top marker, and boom. He just comes right back down. The speed test. I mean, there's one a young man I saw. Oh my gosh, what university was it? Nebraska. I'm, I'm not sure what university he was from. So they do a speed test, and I'm like, what is that? So I play back the video and I read the caption. <laughs> so he had a nosebleed. So right before it was his turn to go up, and you can literally. I was like, oh my gosh. So that's what that is. He had a napkin, a tissue, sticking out of his nose while he was running, and he was just hauling ass. I mean, he was super fast, and it's just like he had that distraction of the <laughs> tissue, and I was like, I, it looked really weird, and it's just like amazing, you know, what the human body can do, and of course, like I mentioned, I mean, I'm thinking about these things, and then I, and I look at <laughs> pictures of myself from 10 years ago, and I'm like, I need to find fitness again. I have strayed so much. I've pressed reset. I was at this size before I had my daughter, two years before I had her. You know, I saw fitness. I, I mean, I did really well. And but now it's like obviously 10 years later, I have a child. It's my, on my own. I have a more demanding job. My body's not what it used to be. Um, I have a bad back, have a herniated disc. I messed up my ankle last year, which still aches. I can't completely put weight on it. So it's just like after seeing these amazing kids, I mean, obviously they're like, what, 22, 23? You know, they're young guys. Um, maybe 23, but they're usually about 19, 20, about between 19 and 21. And uh, 
I was just thrown off. I was like, oh my gosh, how, how can someone my age attain a level of fitness where they are happy? So I reached out to a friend of mine. Mind you, this is all going through my head. So the next topic was football, right? Reaching fitness, which leads us to the next topic of personal fitness, both mental and physical. And I reached out to a friend of mine who is older than I am. He attained his um, trainer certification. He's always wanted to do it. And I asked him, okay, here's the problem. He told me, if you've done everything you can to, to try to seek fitness, then you have nothing to be ashamed of. He's like, have you? And I said, no. I said, I will reach out to you when I have, because it's one of those things. I was always pepping him up. He was in a slump, and he finally did his congratulations. I knew you could do it. You know, it was a year's pro progress, I mean, years of progress to get there again. And he's there to push me all the time. So I asked him, okay, here it is. This is what I need to do. This is my fault. This is what I, I have. This keeps me from working out a lot. And I remember always telling him it's not about having time, it's about making time. And I know I know how to eat correctly. I know how to, to exercise about how to find it. But my problem was I do not know how to exercise with all these factors of besides age, you know, by like my back, my neck, um, my ankle. It, it's just like all these little factors. And he's like, I can help you. Okay, so we, I told him all this and he's like, anything with the resistance bands, very low impact, but you've got to be consistent. So I'm like, ugh, now to find the energy. And that is one thing I need, I need to work on. And then it just, it all feeds into each other. So I need to find that physical fitness. And it's not just about looking and feeling better about myself. I got to keep up with a really young kid. She's about seven years old and I got to keep up with her. And I cannot keep up with her at the stage that I'm in. Like I'm literally dragging ass most of the days. So that's the physical aspect. A lot of people are so set about how are you doing or having a good time or are you doing this in life and da, da, da. But do they really want to know how you feel? I'm the kind of person that you want to sit and talk, let's talk. Mental health is just as important, but there's also those people that use it as a crutch. I'm not one of those people. It's like I have no time to be sobbing and worrying about, oh, poor me. I'm, I'm not, I, I don't have time. I don't have time for that for myself because I got a, a daughter to worry about. I got a life to live, and I've got I, I cannot delve in that. Am I chronically depressed? Absolutely, but I've dealt with it my whole life. So I'm just like, okay, get up. I just get over it. It's the way I think, but it's just one of those things you just get over. So I am one of those people who, when they ask, "Hey, how are you doing? You feeling okay? You know, you just you look a little tired, or maybe you're just real distracted." I genuinely want to know whether it's at work or it's. I know you personally. I genuinely do care. Hey, you know what? Can, do you have time to talk? Absolutely. I'll make time to talk to you. And it's because mental health is very important. I think I believe that. I mean, it's just, it's just crazy how the simplest things can make the biggest difference, whether to the negative, to the positive. And it's because of this mentality that I have that recently I was told, well, someone was told someone else, you know, one of those, it's like playing telephone here, that I belittle them and I use gender as um, like talking down. I, what is it? I guess it was just a weird situation saying that I, because I said he, because he was a man that it was going to be like that. I'm like, uh, gender inequality is not my game. Belittling someone is not my game. That is totally false. And I hate that. I hate it when people's, uh, whatever their situation is they're going through, they try to lash it out at others just because, well, they want to just point fingers. 
Don't do that to people, even as low as you get. If it makes you feel better, that's your game. But I, I don't, I don't believe in it, even to this day. Like, I've had people, mainly my daughter's dad, who isn't a great person to me, but and he hasn't really been there for my daughter. But do I ever talk trash about him? No, because part of him is part of her, and. It's it's not something I would do. I just not that person. It's just not me. Could I be angry? Could I be petty? What do they call it? Petty LaBelle. That's what my sister calls it. Or Nettie Petty. Or I forgot what I called. Anyways, there's so many terms I've heard people use. I could be, but I can't. I can't choose to be. But um, I've maybe done it a few times. But it's it's just not in me to be that way. I I just don't understand it. So people's mental health is essential, but don't let them use it as a crutch. Call them out on their shit. It's okay. It's okay because some people need that as well. Obviously, don't be a jerk about it, but, you know, always call them out on it. So all these things going through my head just from looking at draft videos. (laughs) But that's how the brain works. Anyway, all right, guys, we're going to wrap things up. It's usually, if you've never listened to any of my episodes, I usually make them between... 10 to maybe 30 minutes long. So hopefully we'll see you the next time. This is just chatter about topics that I wrote down about everyday life. You want to send your topic, please do so. Again, the show is called Talk to Me. I put mofo because it's just a a tip off to Mr. Samuel Jackson, always using the term. So it's talk to me mofo at gmail.com. That's talk to me, not the number, the, the word. Talk to me, mofo, M-O-F-O, at gmail.com. Hit me up there. Hit me up here at um, Anchor. Leave a message, and we'll hear from you soon. Once again, this is your girl JoJo chatting it up with you. Hopefully, you guys are having a good day, and hopefully, if not, hopefully this brought a smile to your face, because smile. It looks good on you, and we'll catch you next time. Truth. No one could love you more than knowing I love you.